Welcome to Motivation. A show for females that need more awesomeness and want more happiness in this world. Motivation, inspiration, tips, good stories, laughter, and balance. My awesome co-super women in this swirling sisterhood of power. Let's fire up that motivation and let's dive in. With, of course, your happy host, me, Monica. Welcome, my dear listeners and motivators. I'm your host, Monica Alfing, speaker and coach for women. And if you want to know more about that, then as always, head down to my Instagram at Monica underscore coach for women, and we can talk more there. But for now, have you been ever interested in past lives, spirituality, spirits, or you just want to know more about that? Or maybe you're really in need of some answers and today and I just want to say how thrillingly exciting I am to do this show and I'm looking at my guest already as from when I was a little girl I felt things I saw things and really I was just really super interested in it but also scared because you know I was a a, a little girl and growing up that's what it is and so I pushed it more so that it was more out of my system for a really long time. And that was probably between my teens or so. And, and growing older, every now and then it comes back to me and especially in my meditations or in my dreams. And so to do this episode about spirituality and talking about the connection with your own spirits and how to get more answers or even connect with the spirit world, it just always lights this fire in me. And so let me tell you some interesting things about today's guest, Pixie Rose. Pixie Rose is an incarnated fairy with medium abilities. Pixie is an empath with a strong connection to past lives. Pixie's offers, she offers online and face-to-face reading. She receives messages through her fairy guides, through meditation, as well as using Oracle and fairy tarot cards. Pixie also receives messages from spirits. And in your reading, she can connect and speak with your soul and help you guide to what steps you need to take to improve your life or maybe even work with your spirit. So, Pixie, so thank you so much for being here. I love it. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited as well. (laughs) All right. So, normally, I do a couple of warm-up questions for my guests, but with you, I just really want to just dive in this. I would like to hear from you two things that have every, everything to do with the person you are today and the work you do. Pixie, your introduction, a fairy. Well, honestly, that will trigger a lot of people. Can you tell me and the listeners what that really means? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love, I love the question. Um, 
two things that have everything to do with the person that I am and the work that I do. I sort of had to sit and think about that question. But th- that answer is consciousness and magic. So those are the sort of the two things that I'm all about. And, um, you know, with consciousness, I think that everything comes back to consciousness. It's like, how awake are we? How connected are we? You know, how connected are we to our higher consciousness? Like it's all about consciousness for me. And then magic is the second part, which obviously ties into the fairies. And I just think that the world that we live in has completely forgotten the magic that exists. And I do feel like it's my soul's mission to help people remember. So I say that um, my soul's mission is to awaken the incarnated fae. So what that means is, you know, I'm... (laughs) I'm sure most people are very aware of past lives, you know, this idea of reincarnation, which uh, definitely is more of more than just an idea these these days. Most people have a very, very strong knowing that that's true, that they've been here before, that they've had many lives. So I discovered that one of my past lives was actually as a fairy in the fairy realm. And I know that can sound really bizarre. It sounded really bizarre to me. (laughs) But all I knew was I was obsessed with fairies as a kid. I just loved them. Anything to do with fairies. I wanted a fairy-themed room. And I used (laughs) to have these fairies that I used to play with. So, yeah, like they were very real to me. Mm. And then, you know, another thing that I, I think is I don't know if imagination exists. I think that imagination is just a word that's been created for people that didn't understand certain things or they Mm. didn't know where something came from or they didn't, you know, like there's a part of me that feels like there's some truth in everything. And the more that I've, you know, connected to these other worlds and these other dimensions and realms, the more I see that I watch these different movies, you know, they might be like cartoon movies or whatever. And I'm like, this is true. Like there's some, there's an aspect of truth here. So yeah, not only, you know, is it possible to reincarnate and have, have had lived many lives on this earth, but as well as, as other, other dimensions, other realms and planes Mm. of existence. So I hope that kind of answers that question there, but it's, it's, um, yeah, I I love, I love your answer, but also I love that you mentioned you know, that you have all these fantasies when you're a kid. But the thing is, and what you said too, movies, we have cartoons, all these fantasies, all these images, they needed to come from somewhere, right? It's just not Mm. just made up. So actually, that's a really interesting thing. Where are these these things actually coming from in our brains? You know, when we are a kid, we are, it's so natural for us to, imagine things and to create all these fantasy worlds but is it really or is it something that is just so natural to us so I love that you already let the listeners think think outside the box too um and and this is comes to the next question is how you actually how did you first discover that you had these gifts or even the gift of speaking with fairies or readings or communicating really with the spiritual world? 
So as I mentioned before, I was a really connected child and it was all just very natural for me. And as we were talking about before, like with that natural innate, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. And then as, as we are children, you know, we're told that it's our imagination or that it's not real. And that's where the problem comes in is actually adults telling you that the things that you're seeing or hearing or experiencing aren't real. Whereas, yeah, as a child, you're not pulling this from anywhere. I was lucky in the sense that my mum was pretty supportive with everything. I believe that my sort of family, um, like the fairy heritage bloodline runs through my mother's side. So again, when we reincarnate, we often reincarnate in the same family, you know, because we're, we're, you know, repeating lessons and, you know, healing from karma and different things like that. So my whole mum's side of the family have a strong connection to fairies. So, so yeah, it was, it was not until maybe I got a bit older and then, you know, maybe other kids are just like, oh, you're playing make-believe, you know, like you hear these things and it's like, oh, I must be okay. Um, But I also saw spirits when I was a kid as well. And as you were saying within your own story and experiences, it was scary for me too. Mm. And I didn't really have much support around that. Um, So it was scary. And like you, I, I really shut it down because, you know, I didn't have anyone to protect me within that. You know, you feel this sense of needing to be protected from these, you know, unusual shadows coming to visit you at night. So, so yeah, I shut that down um, from about maybe 12 years old. Mm. But there was other things that I experienced that there's just things that I knew, you know, the, I had just, I knew all these things that I didn't learn from a book, you know, things about magic, yeah, things around that. And, you know, that's, again, it's like a carryover from your past life. Mm. So I just I just had all these rememberings. Um, and, yeah, so my mum bought me my first tarot deck when for my 12th birthday. It's what I asked for. And, you know, when she asked, what would you like for your birthday? I'm like, I really want to learn tarot cards. <laughs> So again, like, I don't know how a 12 year old knows anything about tarot cards. Like, I don't know. I was just, yeah, just this old soul that just knew all these things about magic and I just knew how to read them. So I started doing readings from 12 years old and yeah, that's kind of, it was just really natural. It's not something that I had to learn or anything. I remembered it from my past lives and I just carried on with it (laughs) yeah that's amazing and just so beautiful that you were so in tune with with your spirit already and that you even though your environment pretty much stopped you but you kept on going and believing in in yourself and in your spirit like I love that especially with kids and I think we nowadays I I know it's changing way more than I was young Uh, because when you were young you know I'm 37 it was like you're a kid then you're a teenager you do this this and this and this and yes of course you can have your own um, thoughts and beliefs and stuff but it's like you are walking the path right and Mm. you they want you to do that as straight as you can and I love that you just pointed out to also to others and to the listeners like 
your kids live a bit, of, live a bit, let mm. them listen to, own, to their own bodies and they will discover what they actually truly want or need. So thank you yeah. so much for that answer because I think that's really inspirational. And, and, and talking about inspirational, um, of course, we are now, today we are in a motivational um, podcast but also inspirational. And so what would you say, what can people take or take from this episode or maybe from you that can really motivate them or inspire them or inspire them, but in a sense that connection with the spirit world? Yeah. Well, I guess the first thing that I want to say is that it wasn't easy for me as a kid, even though, you know, these gifts and these abilities were easy. It's not something I had to learn. Um, To be me as a kid wasn't easy. I didn't have many friends. I was like the weird child, you know, and, you know, a very unique soul. But I think the difference for me was I was okay to be that kind of outcast kind of person. So for some people that might be harder, you know, if you, if you care a lot about what other people think of you, that's, that's probably what you need to work on more than, you know, connecting like, yeah. So, you know, I don't know how many times I've been told crazy in my life, you know, lots of people like you think fairies are real, like you need to get your head checked. (laughs) It's like, All I'm saying is that there's magic available. There's this beautiful, beautiful, innocent, unique world that people don't have access to. And and I just want to bring that back. You know, I remember it. And when when I meet people that also have that fairy connection in particular, they remember it too. And you should see them light up. Like it's so, you know, who wouldn't want that for anybody? Like, you know, yeah, so... So I guess the message here is when, you, when you're passionate about something, um, yeah, don't, and it's, again, it, I know that it's not easy to not worry about what other people think, but ultimately, like, this is your life. You know, how do you want to live your life? And I just knew from a pretty young age that I didn't want to live life the way that other people did. That didn't, it didn't inspire me to live that way you know to pretend that magic wasn't real or possible or you know these things weren't real like I didn't I didn't want that for myself so I just chose a different path Mm. so I guess it's just about connecting to yeah what path do you want to walk and what kind of life do you want to live and what's important for you yeah and that just there is inspirational because most of the people they are living a life that's not theirs to live or it's not even theirs because they just copy and paste. And, mm-hmm. and you know, as I work a lot with people that came from those, you know, those childhood upbringings or that everything needs to be in this, on this path, on this regime and stuff like that. And I think most of us anyway, in our 20s, in our 30s, we definitely explore more of ourselves. We get to know ourselves way more through situations and stuff like that. So um, I really find it inspirational that you said, yes, things, if you want to be yourself and if you think different than most of us, it's, it's, it's still a difficult world. But look at 
look at actually a couple of really, really big, big people out there or in the history. Like who didn't say that Einstein was, wasn't crazy. Everybody told him and told his like family and stuff that he was crazy. He is one of the most smartest people and he just continued with that. And so many people like that. And I'm thinking, what if all those people, all those famous people that are now in our history books, what if they had a chance to actually explore their own things more? What did they not could have done if they could have been themselves? Because in half of your life, you are fighting for what people say to you. And then the other half, you can, you know, in the other time you can be yourself and can explore all these things and still be awesome and stuff. But, you know, it's such a, it's such a two way thing and it just messes with your mind. It, it does, yeah. you know, it and feels it's like just, a game, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. But then I think it's like this know, game then, of like, you grow up and you're like, okay, everyone needs to be the same. You got to yeah. fit in. Don't yeah. stand out, you know, like, <laughs> and yeah. then at a certain point you're like, wait a second. I think I'm, I think I'm okay to stand out. I think I'm, I might get a little bit yes. more or have a bit more fulfillment. You know, it kind of, it reminds me of this quote. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Dr. Wayne Dyer is, it's quite old, this movie, YouTube movie called The Shift. And he starts with that in that movie with this quote, like, I think it's somebody on, the, on their deathbed and they were reflecting on their life. And then they said, what if my whole life was wrong? You know, so there's this idea of, you know, if you just go along with what everybody else says and you live life for other people and not yourself, you know, there's there's a chance that you're going to get to the end of your life and you're going to say, oh, you know, what if my life was wrong? Yeah. And I, I feel very confidently that <laughs> when I get to that point, I'm going to know that my life was for me. You know, I'm going to I'm going to be happy and fulfilled in what I achieved in this lifetime. I love that you said that. I so what I with a lot of my clients do, I tell them about and I heard this somewhere too, I can't remember years ago, like the ghost of regrets, the ghost of you know that gave you your life or the spirit or um and then the spirit of it was life regrets and there's um there was another one and I normally tell them about think about your death and what if there will be a spirit next to you and do you have regrets and you probably did if you don't then yes you did exactly what you were here to do you lived your life in the fullest but also in life like out of like thousands of sperm cells you had the chance to come on this earth right you were chosen that's not for no reason and I do feel that a lot of people just, they don't even think about that. And they, you know, and, but as soon as they think about and start to think about these things that you only have one life, you, you were chosen to be here. And so explore, create, you know, so yeah, I love how, where this is already going to, but let, let us, um, let us go to the next question. Pixie, you do a lot of different work and, and I've been on, on your website and but all in the space of holistic and a spiritual approach, of course. And for example, you do different readings, you do coaching, self-love. Now, 
what can you say or give to the listeners today that they can take away with them in their lives? So what I feel like what happens when we experience different things in life, different traumas, you know, different experiences that we have different reactions to, um, you know, we often take that on, right? And it's like a piece of ourself can get lost. Anybody who's experienced some, you know, intense trauma or even just, you know, like that lower lowercase trauma that some people talk of, like trauma, tra- trauma is trauma and you are living life if, it, if it's up and down, like we were talking about before the recording. You know, I'm not that love and light person that, you know, tells you to stay in the vortex and stay positive all the time. That's not sustainable and that's not reality especially after the last two years, that's really, really taught us that, you know, life is up and down and you got to go with the, you know, got to ride the waves of life, but it does have an impact on us. So when we experience these traumas, if it, you know, if there's things that you take on, you feel like, you know, there's a healing that needs to occur from that. Often that can feel like a piece is missing. So part of the work that I do is about reconnecting with the self you know, reconnecting with with the soul. And that's, you know, that's just part of the feedback that I got. I kind of didn't realize I was doing that at first. I was like, oh, I've been doing psychic reading since I was 12. Maybe I'll make a profession out of this. And then the feedback that I was getting from people was so, so profound, you know. So people had told me that I was able to describe how they were feeling and they couldn't, it's not something that they could verbalize, but I was able to, you know, to, to, to verbalize that perfectly. And there's this sense of a soul retrieval. So I don't know if you're familiar with that term, but Mm. as I mentioned, when you experience a trauma, it's like a piece is taken away from you. When you experience a healing or an activation or, you know, reconnection, like this kind of work that I do, it feels like a piece of yourself is back and you feel like more of yourself. You know, like the example that I used of you feel connected to fairies and somebody tells you that you're crazy or that's that's children's make-believe and then a piece of yourself is missing and then somebody, you know, somebody told me and it was like this amazing light bulb for me and this is why I do what I do because it was so, so profound for me. When I had a psychic reading and she told me that I had fairy blood was how she described it, which is why I was always connected to or attracted to anything to do with magic. It's like a light bulb went off in my head and suddenly my whole life made sense. Like it was so, so profound for me and it completely put me on the path that I'm on today. And yeah, I have no regrets in that. You know, it's it's not an easy path, but it lights me up, you yeah. know, I so feel you, so, so connected. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say to the listeners, like, how would you say that they can connect to? There's so many things. Cause you know, it's, mm-hmm. it really is a journey. Um, and this is part of why I created my own podcast, spiritual AF, you know, I mm-hmm. share all these different things. So, you know, reconnecting to yourself, you know, what is that thing that lights you up? is probably the first thing you know and often it is when we're when we're children go back to that first thing that you wanted to be when you're a kid and and start rolling with that don't think that it's just this you know pipe dream or like things that like this immature thing to believe in like I really do believe that anything is possible Mm. and then another thing that I really really truly believe in is meditation 
so yeah there's still a lot of people in the world that don't meditate don't you know don't believe that they have the time to or you know that it doesn't work for them or whatever but it does and there's there is this sense of with meditation the way that I see it is you're um you're cleaning out everyone else's junk and then you're left with your own self, you know, <laughs> and that's scary for people. That's And that's why we distract ourselves with, you know, watching junk TV or Netflix and doing these different things, you know, staying friends with people that just feed drama. You know, these are all just distractions because when you get rid of them all, you just have yourself. So and then and then it's all about learning to love that self. And that's, yeah, that's a whole other, that's a whole other chapter, like lifelong journey of, of learning to love, you know, what's left within yourself once you get rid of all the other, other pieces that weren't yours. So and I think, I, Yeah. And I think that's, that's a, that's a good way to put it, but also in the way, you know, of course people don't have to now get rid of their friends and stuff, but it's start small and start with just connecting with yourself. And, and I made a post about this the other day. Meditation is a practice. It will be a practice forever. You won't be a professional, like even if you have done it for 30, 40, 50 years, it's still a practice and you will get better at it, right? And so meditation, mm. yeah, in the first couple of minutes or in the first couple of times that you're doing this, it just yeah, a lot of thoughts will come up and that's fine. Just let them come and think yeah. about those thoughts. That's fine too. And then you will come into that new state of like breathing them out and then being with yourself. And it just has all these different steps and you don't, it has nothing to do with if you're like afraid, if, if listeners and are listening and, and they think, oh, this goes way too far for me. It's not about the spiritual world. It's just connecting with your own self and that, you know, some people say with your own spirit and then things will come. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that you don't want to, like if you don't want to have anything to do with the spiritual world, that's fine. But you mm. can still be spiritual in your own way and in your own life and more, and more so in a way that just listen more to your intuition. Yes, more we to, all have it. <laughs> yeah, and what your heart and also loads of people if they're not believe or not numbers hints little things come in their life it is the universe provides yeah again you don't have to believe in spirits for this because let's say you want to have a new car then suddenly that particular car you will see everywhere because your mind is suddenly focused on it has everything to do with each other with all these all these same things, but it's like being open for the possibility just a little bit more than before. And moving then now to the next question that has everything to do with that, because Pixie, how would you define a spiritual balance? Because I always talk about balance because it's everything between life, work, and really just yourself and your inner self. Yeah. Uh, so something I picked up a few years ago was because balance was massive for me as well, you know, this constant um, strive for balance and always feeling like oh, I'm giving too much here and not enough here. And, you know, it feels like this big, this big juggling act. So 
something that I picked up was instead of balance harmony, you know, this, this, I'm, I'm a wordy person. So sometimes uh, a new word just kind of suddenly sits better for me. And I heard this, this, this sort of distinction of, of harmony rather than balance, because with, when we think of balance, we often think equal parts, you know, work, life, equal, um, whereas with harmony, it doesn't have to be equal parts. It doesn't have to say like half your life is work and half your life is living, you know. You know, it depends on how you feel. It depends on the day, you know, and, and coming back to, you know, harmony or peace within yourself. You know, if there's a feeling of, um, you know, yeah, like, like the opposite of peace, you know, for example, you're working too much, you're not exercising enough. You know, that's that's not a balance, right? You don't have harmony between the both. So, yeah, so that's kind of the way that I I live by within that, within harm, harmony and balance because I, I'm so excited about my work that I often work a lot. But now what I've discovered, especially in the last two years, how important um, that grounding in that self-care practice is for me as well I actually describe my self-care and my grounding practice as part of my work so you know it kind of makes me do those practices more if I if I've if I put them in the work category it's just turning things around it's like if balance doesn't work for you then go into that harmony space and don't again and this is has everything to do make your own words, make your own life, make, make it all your own. It's, Mm. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I'm like, you know, and you probably have this too, when you're really on, you know, doing your work and you think, oh, you're just on this, I don't know, this flow, this ride. And you think, ah, you know, and it's sometimes mind blowing that you think, why are people still not doing just them? Being, you know, being you, throwing yourself out there. Don't be afraid. You think about those spirits that will be around you when you die. Let's, you know, let's talk about death for that matter. Because in the end, the only time you need to be afraid for death is that you haven't lived the life that you Mm -hmm. wanted to live. You know, if I might die, (laughs) yes, exactly. If I would die tomorrow, I would have had an awesome life. I've done so many things already because I don't know. I had so many people around me that, you know, unfortunately, they didn't live really long lives. And so they were my biggest examples for living a life you can't wait till you're 60 or 65 and not work anymore and then travel because you don't know what your health will do by then so I'm like yes the only regrets that you can have is on your deathbed but the regrets that you can deal now with is today so yeah a hundred percent and this is kind of what grinds my gears at the moment Mm. because a lot of what I do is about that is about living life in the present moment not living in someday land saying oh I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and it's gonna be great it's like no make your life great now (laughs) yeah this is your opportunity today Um, as well as like yeah natural health natural immunity and I just yeah you know the last two years 
literally the whole global scale has suddenly become extremely scared of of death right like that's what we're all trying to avoid by staying in our houses and doing all these different things it's like oh we got to do these things otherwise we're gonna die but you know the question I sort of put to people is like is this living though Mm -mm. is this living because you know like the way that I choose to live is investing in my health you know like eating good organic vegan food you know I do all these like crazy natural remedies to keep my body healthy I do all of my energy work my metaphysical work because you know I believe that the body and the mind you know because we're all connected mind body and spirit you know if we're working on all of that we could live forever like nearly (laughs) not that I I don't think I'd want to live forever at at some point we're gonna be like okay I'm done I'm ready for the next life now (laughs) but it is so true and I think it's funny because and that comes back to the first thing that we talked about and that's look at our ancestors you know what we do nowadays and what it's just all marketing right so let's say paleo diet oh, it comes from this and this time. And then, you know, we were all eating meat and, and eat more meat. And But the thing is, if we marketing what our ancestors did, the, the, the women they call witches, they had so much knowledge. They mm. used natural things like the Indians, you know, native Indians. They did that still. People in India, people in, in Asia, they still use natural remedies to use and their knowledge is so much more they are thousands and thousands of years so how can we tell people and luckily again the world is changing we do are looking more like to natural or not medical world remedies or or gifts and stuff but really it always gave us life put us on this earth and yeah, yeah so earth provides us with yes. everything we need yes yep. thrown into the same experiences you know with with different lockdowns and different things that are happening within the world so I feel like this is another lesson that we're experiencing we're learning right now is we're remembering our oneness And people say that in the spiritual community all the time. Um, And it's really hard to actually experience that. You know, this is feeling that oneness. People that have a very, you know, very strict meditation practice, they'll experience that. You know, like there's the theory side of being one with everyone and everything. You know, that's a theory and we can read that in a book and we can be like, okay, yeah, I kind of get that you know, but to experience it is something completely different. So again, you might experience that if you're, you know, a really regular meditation, you know, you have a regular meditation practice, you go deep within that. Some people experience that on, on, you know, on different drugs, you know, like a mushroom experience or ayahuasca, you know, something like that, they feel this oneness. Um, But what we're experiencing now, you know, it's heavy, it's really intense, but we're, we're, with being taught that we're one, there's good and bad in everything, right? Or, or maybe there's no such thing as good and bad and <laughs> it just is. What can you now share with the world that will be helpful for everyone to hear? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely really, really connecting to that, that collective message there around purity 
and, you know, coming back to ourselves, this is a really important time to, to be taking care of ourselves as well. And coming, coming back to compassion, um, yeah, as I mentioned, I know a lot of heavy stuff has been happening within our three-dimensional worlds and it'd be lovely to see some shifts happening. And, you know, there's so many people out there that they want to they wanna change the world, they want to help everybody. The first step is helping yourself you know, and, and I, I, I know that I dredge up the past a lot with the past lives and everything like that, but it is very hard to move forward when, when you're not completely aware and complete. So whether it's past that has happened in this lifetime or in previous lifetimes, you know, that's something that if, if you're finding it hard to move forward, it's because you need to go back and you need to get complete there and just tie up all those loose ends and and then you'll you know because that's another thing when you know when you're talking about signs and you know the universe is is looking out for you if it's meant to be i do believe it will be easy you know in in the larger sense it will be easy you know for me to live the kind of life that i do because this is my full time life you know i i don't have a day job i I really find it hard to kind of be in normal society, you know, like doing the kinder pickup with my daughter and being around other other moms and stuff. I'm like, oh, this feels so so weird and foreign to be in normal <laughs> normal civilization. Um, but honestly, pretending to be anything other than what I am was so much harder. It was so much harder, and. Um, and yeah, life is freeing for me now. And I just want to, I just want to share that with others. But yeah, if the listeners are listening to that and only get that away from this show is to be yourself. And I actually, I hate the word normal. So mm. let's, you know, if you ever feel like you're not like in that same thought pattern or you just, I well different is also like a word like just again <laughs> just connect with yourself explore look at another environment maybe you need to change up a couple of people in your environment yes I'm all for that um and what you said if you don't connect with the people around you then look for others there's a whole world around us and I think that is so inspirational and also coming back to what you already said of everybody here about what you think and what you think your world is because it's not my world it's not your neighbor's world it's 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 yours you know and it's your life how you live and how you want to live your life so for everyone just be you and I think with the work the both of the work that that we do it's it's that regularity that like constantly doing that it's like habit changing it's like thought thought patterns changing um yeah and it's a practice everything is a practice and so yeah. start somewhere you know start small first yeah. steps it's all about those first steps so pixie yes. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this episode with me for all your shared spiritual and holistic knowledge and your time, your energy. And if you are a listener and you want to know more about 
hear this beautiful mixed pixie rose does then go to her website at uh, pixiesteps.com.au and all the information i will share is of course also in the show notes and description pixie i want to end this um spiritual quote or this episode with a spiritual quote of fearless soul it says follow your intuition and it will always take you to the right destination thank you so much thank you so much monica all right all right all right awesome motivators that was already the ending of this episode but before we go i would love to ask you if you like this episode and if so the podcast then share this with your friends or on your insta stories and tag me in it at monica underscore coach for women as this will totally help the podcast grow and with that we working on motivating women all around the world together and i would of course love to hear your thoughts and see where the motivation is going to and if you're ever thinking of achieving your biggest goal and working with me as your coach or cheerleader in your life health or business then please reach out on my insta facebook or go to my website heramazonianhealth.com where all the information and packages are and you know you can get a taste of the rest of my life and business a bit all right guys hope to see your amazing soul soon again on motivation